for the managed services community covering news analysis and interviews from around the globe elevate your msp game by staying in the msp zone and now your host charles weaver good day where should msps start their compliance journey that's what we're going to be talking about today if you're wondering, well, I I don't have any compliance needs. Uh, what is compliance? We're going to st- stick with us. We're going to be talking about all those things. We're going to be talking about what you need. We're going to be talking about how to get started. If you're not started, if you are already down a compliance pathway, we're going to talk about where that might lead to and how to make sure you don't get uh, waylaid or uh, put off of your path uh, towards compliance. And uh, it'll be a good conversation and uh, definitely something that I think is on the minds of a lot of MSPs given just the nature and the volume of incoming requests that we are fielding uh, today from all over the world, um, to be sure. So where should MSPs start their compliance journey? Where does the compliance journey end? Does it end? And how should MSPs uh, be approaching compliance in 2021 as we are uh, dealing with uh, a lot of uh, geopolitical uh, global complexities, uh, the pandemic hopefully winding down, uh, businesses reopening, uh, new laws, new cybersecurity threats, everything kind of swirling around and making, uh, making a play for our attention. Compliance for the MSP is at the center or should be at the center of what you do. And, you know, there, there's a lot of people, who've, really smart people who've written a lot about compliance and security and, and things of that nature. Um, th- these terms are not necessarily interchangeable, right? They're, they're not. Um, and, and compliance is, uh, in my way of thinking, has a bit of a legal uh, hint and overtone to it, right? Are you compliant with something, typically, uh, it's a law. It's a it's a regulation. It's something that has uh, officially been passed and is officially out there for you to be followed. But um, what does it really mean for MSPs? And how do you know what you should be doing in, in terms of which which laws, which regulations, and and what should you be compliant with as a managed service provider? And we're going to talk about all that today and hopefully give you some really concrete guidance uh, to help you get you on your way. Um, so the, the first thing, the, the first thing I hear when people call up is a, a, almost an immediate, I, I have a question about compliance. Oh, but I don't really think that I need to be compliant with anything because I don't do this. And it's, it's generally a, I don't need to be compliant because, and then the because is the rationale in their mind of why they don't need something. I don't host data. I'm not a data center. Therefore, I don't need to do this. Uh, I, I don't manage the data or the objects in this fashion. Therefore, I don't have to, to comply with this. And, I hear a lot of that, which is both the, you know, why are they calling us in the first place is, it begs the question, 
Um, and I know why, and, and, and we want you to call us, and, and we, we like those types of conversations. But I'm relaying to, to, to those of you out there that the conversations that we have are, are from people who are just largely confused, and, and there's a lot to be confused about because it's, it's not necessarily easy topic material to understand, um, which is what we're going to be talking about today. But the, the first thing is to recognize that there, there is a, a compliance need in every managed services practice. And just deal with it. Just acknowledge it. Just accept it. Because unless you are a practicing MSP on another planet with, with a different uh, client population that has no regulatory, legal, or data privacy, data security requirements on them, you know, you, you live on the planet Earth, you have a compliance need at some point, somewhere. And that's either going to be you have compliance needs on you as an MSP, which is probably the vast majority of MSPs, but an even larger segment are dealing with customers who also have compliance needs. So somewhere you're going to be dealing with compliance. You're going to deal with it again as an MSP, on yourself as your own entity, or you're going to deal with compliance through your customers because they bring those compliance uh, issues to your table. So what does that look like? Well, I mean, the obvious ones are clearly, we've talked about this before in this program, uh, medical, healthcare, uh, banking, financial services, legal, accounting, engineering, law enforcement, uh, state, municipal, federal, uh, government, uh, education. There's so many different um, compliance regulatory frameworks out there that it's, it's almost hard and unfathomable to think of an MSP practice that isn't touching at least one of those. Um, I'll give you a good example. This is a great example. I use it a lot. Um, if you are practicing as an MSP in the United States, there are an overwhelming number of MSPs uh, in the United States uh, today. Um, all the U.S. states have data breach notification requirements. It's just a reality. So there's one immediate regulatory, uh, you know, con compliance, uh, shall we say, uh, requirement that, that you have to deal with. And there's more, right? You have certain states like California, New York, now Louisiana, um, that all have at a state level requirements of how they want uh, companies, including MSPs, to be uh, behaving. And then on top of that, you start to layer things such as, well, if you're an MSP in California, Louisiana, New York, or elsewhere, and you also happen to work with banks or credit unions or financial services firms, you've got additional layers of compliance that you have to uh, meet. If you are in any of those states and you also happen to have health care providers or maybe insurance providers and you're dealing with health information, you, you have a different layer or level of compliance. And so everyone's got something. So let, let's stop um, making this thing out to be something that it isn't. We all have to deal with it. It's, it's out there. It's been out there for a long time. And it's the real MSPs who understand and accept that compliance challenge who are going to survive and, and, and really do well. And, it, and it's the ones who say, 
I'm, I'm going to ignore it. It doesn't really apply to me. I'm not going to be prepared for those compliance questions. Th that's going to be a very difficult uh, position to take moving forward. Uh, it is probably a very difficult position for you to have right now because customers don't want to hear, I don't need to be compliant because of whatever. Though just it's a it's a it's not a very strong position to take with your customers. I don't need to be compliant because of this. A, a much better solution would be, or an answer would be, I am compliant and on this, in this area, and this is why. And that's a, a, a more affirmative way to espouse your compliance uh, posture, uh, your compliance journey, and and in my opinion, just a better way to uh, assure and give comfort to your customers. So, so that's first thing is get a handle on what your compliance needs are. Uh, understand where you're at, right? Your geography. Uh, understand what you do, right? That's your internal MSP practice. That's going to involve, you know, if you are hosting data, if you are not hosting data, if you have access into certain types of systems or objects, those things are all, and, and what you do with it is all going to matter. It's all going to impact kind of your compliance uh, threshold. And the, and the customers you service, those, the, the, those three things, geography, the type of services you offer, and the clients to whom you offer those services, those three things are going to tell you a lot about your compliance needs and what your compliance journey needs to look like, or at least the direction of your compliance journey, right? If you're if you're starting off at the at the very beginning, it's a um, it, it's it's not a how how fast do I get there kind of question, and we'll get to this later. It's a which direction should I be headed in, and that, in my opinion, is is a bit more important for you in dealing with this concept of of compliance. the The second thing that I'd I'd want to bring your attention to is is that your customers may not really be aware of what their own compliance needs are. And it may be up to you to have to help them along. And I've seen a lot of that. In fact, I, I see a lot of that today. And I've heard a lot more of, of MSPs saying, look, I am helping my customers through their compliance journey. And it's, it's encouraged me to do the same for my MSP practice. Now I think that that's a really good thing because it's an it's accepting the fact that they're they're witnessing their customers go through, you know, uh, uh, a challenging thing. Right? I'm not going to minimize uh, the the the, uh, the effort of, of becoming compliant or going through a certification or audit, but but we're hearing more and more MSPs say, you know, what, I've I've been watching my my customers. I've been helping my customers in many cases. I'm helping them with the the IT specific uh, controls and process documentation uh, that we handle on their behalf. And it's encouraged us. And I, I think honestly, it's an encouraging thing for them to witness it firsthand. And they say, oh, that's what compliance means. That's what that certification involves. And it, and it demystifies it. It brings it down to a more realistic level. It's not as scary and it, it actually encourages the MSP to start doing it for their own house, for their own internal controls, uh, policies, and procedures. But, but the thing is, is that you cannot always look at your customers as 
having a very concrete idea of where their compliance challenges uh, lie because they may not know. And it, and it is, if you want to prove value to your customers, understand what their compliance needs are better than they can, and you will, you will have a friend for life. You will have a client, a managed services client for life. Because if you can anticipate what their needs are, if you can say, I understand what your compliance pressures and risks are, and we as an MSP are going to not only help you manage that, but we're going to help you get through your compliance challenges. That is a v- huge, huge value to any organization out there today. Let me tell you that. Um, third point. Begin with security. And I know earlier I said compliance and security are not the same thing, and, and that's true. But I, I do think that if you're struggling with, okay, wh- where do I really start? Y- you have to start with security. I recommend starting with security. And I am not talking about this kind of marketing trend that we've seen over the last couple of years of uh, all you MSPs, you have to become MSSPs or you're going to fail. Well, I, no, I, that's, that's something else entirely. Uh, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about MSPs needing to become proficient manage security for their own internal operations. Forget what they do. If if all you do is manage backups for customers, that's fine. Or if you do something that's completely non-security related for your customers as a managed service, fine. That's okay. It doesn't remove the obligation that you have to become very familiar with IT security concepts, threats, what your own cybersecurity uh, risk factors are and what your what your attack vector is, right? Where you're most vulnerable and where attackers are looking at you as an MSP because there's, there's no escaping it. You have to be aware of those threats and be capable of protecting yourself. If you can't protect yourself, you can't protect your customer no matter what it is that you do. So start with, start with security and start with internal security. That's a really, really good place to go. And quite frankly, if you're, if you're wondering to yourself, this is kind of off topic, if you're wondering, wow, I, I, it's 2021, all my customers are asking me about security, I have no idea what I should be doing, be a guinea pig. Test on yourself. Start applying those services internally. Be your own MSSP. That's a really good challenge for any MSP out there. If you're wondering, what do I need? What tools do I have to have? What type of services should I be getting? Try it out on yourselves and see where you are. And that's a, that's a good piece of advice I think all MSPs should be taking. Uh, fourth, avoid your compliance overload. A- avoid having compliance become such a burden that you never start the journey, that you sit there and just say, oh my God, I, I, this is too much. It's too much to do, and so you don't ever start. That, that's kind of a rule of life in, in general, right? If you have um, a, a, a bunch of tasks, in, you, know, you wake up in a day, a Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning, and you say, wow, I got a million things I got to do, and you, the, the temptation is not to do anything you know, typically the, a good solution is, well, just start. You know, start prioritizing. It's just do one thing, do it to completion, knock it off the list, go to the second one, do the same thing, and, and rinse and repeat. 
Um, same same advice for compliance, right? You may be a, an MSP that has, um, you live in a state where there's a lot of uh, compliance and, and sensitivity towards data privacy and security. You might also have a lot of clients that are in regulated fields. And so they're always talking to you about their compliance challenges. And you may be saying, oh my gosh, what are what do we do? What, where do we start? Just start. Just start with something, right? If you are in, if you've got a multitude of different customers that, and maybe one of them is is in the the, the healthcare sector or a group of them, start with health healthcare. Start reading up on what the healthcare challenges are. Start dealing with patient data. Start dealing with how to protect patient data. Start dealing with the with the laws. If you're in the United States, that's HIPAA. If you are in Europe, it's probably GDPR, right? You, but you start with each each locality that you're in, and and just pick a starting point and say, okay, I'm going to begin my mastery and understanding of this particular area that is of concern to both me and my customers, and I'm gonna get it done. And that's the best advice that you can get to not only get started, but also to prevent that overload from overwhelming you and saying, ah, oh, it's just, uh, I can't, can't think of, can't think of it. Don't do anything. Stand still. And you make no forward progress. Definitely don't want that to happen. And fifth and finally, uh, where do you start your compliance journey? You, you start your compliance journey not as an understanding that it's a destination, but that it is a journey. It is a continual journey that you will never get off. You, you will never stop being on this journey towards compliance because compliance is always going to change. It's, it's going to be something like security that is going to be something you hone and you sharpen and you refine over and over and over again just as you do with your own managed services practice, making it better, making it more cutting edge, making it more efficient, making it less manual, making it more profitable, whatever it is that you're, you're searching for and striving to accomplish, those things always change. They always modify. And the same is true with compliance, right? Uh, the compliance world has changed dramatically over the last 10 years, and it's going to continue to change over the next 10 years. Uh, does that mean that you stop becoming compliant? Does that mean you stop, uh, you know, progressing down your compliance journey? Not at all. It means that you are constantly diligent, constantly researching, constantly learning. Um, because as I said before, if you're, if you're knowledgeable about what is happening on the compliance front, regulatory frameworks, laws, uh, standards, um, you know, th threats, uh, cybersecurity methods of, of attack and prevention, those things are all expected of you. And if you master those things and are knowledgeable and can speak intelligently about them to your clients, with your clients, they will always appreciate you and they will always keep you around. It's one more reason to keep you around as an MSP because last thing customers are going to want in 2021 and, and moving forward is is an MSP that is 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 kind of tone deaf to the concept of compliance. You, you you don't have anything to say about it. Everything you do say is is an excuse for why you don't want to be compliant or don't want to achieve something. That's not the relationship 
or the conversation you should be having with your managed services customers. And, and I hope that that gives you guys, uh, all of you out there, a, a sense of hope and a sense of where to start that compliance journey. Start it today. Start it today. Uh, as an MSP, start by looking at you know, how you handle data, how you process data, where the data is housed, how you access it, how you are securing yourself, how you communicate that assurance and how you communicate that compliance and uh, security to your customers. All very important things and things that you need to, to do to be relevant. And in fact, I would say, in order for you to become prosperous in the managed services profession. And if you have questions still, uh, let us know. Call us, uh, contact us, email us. Uh, we're always happy to help, and we, we help MSPs all over the world with this compliance challenge and, and making sense of, you know, what do you really need, what don't you need? Um, because, honestly, I, I hear a lot of that, too, is, is customers throwing real crazy things and, and MSPs coming back with, do I really need this? And, you know, and a lot of times, No. All right. A lot of times customers are, are completely off with their compliance requests of their MSPs. And you don't want to do that either, right? That That's not a, a good outcome. So uh, contact us if you have questions, if you want to just have a friendly um, chat with us and, and discuss where you're at with your compliance journey. We're always happy to help. I hope this helped you guys. If you have any comments, feel free to share them. If you want to come on to the MSP Zone and maybe share some of your compliance stories with us, we'd love to have you on and interview you for a future episode. Until next time, this is Charles Weaver. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you will get notified when future episodes are released. We will see you next time in the MSP Zone. Thank you.